Hey, Mark, what do you get when you put a naked guy in a paddock with a horse? I don't know. About 10 years, I think. Welcome to the Calm Down Edge Presents a Chat Show. We're live in Edge HQ. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. On the couch, he's a man. He's tweeting as we speak. Oh, when I say a man, he's kind of... Lester Diamond, how are you, buddy? <laughs> oh, very well, mate. It's good to get the first intro. Um, I know. I, well, I thought you, you always have a tendency of coming in, and I thought I'll, I'll have a chat, just check out you on you. I thought it was more the most important part of the podcast. It was more a ca- case of, you know, I want to remind our listeners it's almost Are You OK Day, so <laughs> Lester, are you okay? <laughs> Today, yes, I am. Today, yeah. Well, that's good. And and tomorrow, uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I I just know. I'll notice. Our, I'll introduce our our sound person in a minute. I'll, I'll produce. I'll, we'll get to him in a minute. He's sitting on a chair. I'm sitting on a chair. You're on a couch. You feel at home at most on the couch, don't you? Like I said, it's a more a love seat. A love seat, and you're alone, so it's quite apt. <laughs> so there you go. On sound, he is. It, it, I feel like sound is. a demeaning when I say it, but without it, the podcast doesn't exist. So ladies and gentlemen, it's Ryan, special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? Um, it, is, it is an audio... I normally go to you straight away, but yeah. I thought we... Yeah, I know. Jumpsy McGee we had to get to pretty yeah, no, quick. I think the audience will find it jarring. I think you should relegate him back to third uh, <laughs> third introduction. Third wheel. Um, but uh, yeah, and you, now you're right about the sound. It's, it is an audio uh, medium, so you know, being on the sound, I don't really feel like... A, a derog- did you say derogatory? Well, term? it just felt like like I'm like because I mean we're all equal in here. Well, some of us more equal than others. Yes, but yeah. you you and Lester. Are like, well, no, actually, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know there, there's a there's a, there's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. <laughs> but I just there's feel like saying word. on sound like it's yeah. just, whereas you're a contributor like you on this podcast is more a low rocky but <laughs> low rocky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's why I went with the. That's why uh, back in the day when we when we sort of talked about titles, I went with special comments. So I thought uh, I thought that's because uh, you started out as were you an intern at some stage or. Um, Oh, I don't know, maybe one or two episodes. Yeah, and then you yeah. sort of worked your way up the main street. For Lester, just I woke up one day and he's in my cat in my house. Yeah, and I'm, uh, yeah. give him a microphone rather than a razor. You know, yeah. he started out <laughs> with mess. right inappropriate comments, corporate, but inappropriate, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, foot in mouth. That's Hello, right. So how you been, buddy? Yeah, good, good. It's been a good year. It's been a good time of year to be a movie buff. I'll say that. I'll say that. We oh, talked about the Avengers. I know. Last time. I saw Transformers two last night. Oh god, it yeah. was a good night. Oh my god, Transformers, Michael Bay. What did I, I think I might have mentioned last time how much uh, how much he uh, you know took oh. a steaming dump over childhood memories. But um, but no, I was talking about uh, I was talking about I've just been to see uh, see the new Mad Max Fury Road. Does and, uh, Mel have a cameo? Mel, no, no, he doesn't. I think that's a shame. He doesn't. Well, I think they have Jewish producers. <laughs> Do they? Well, he's not going to get a cameo. Well, it's Hollywood. It's, I think. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Oh, as in because of his anti-Semitic uh, rants in the past. Well, he's had a bit a, of a. He's got. He's got a bit of form, as they say on the street. Man. He oh. does. He does. Look, I think sugar tits is a term of affection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why everyone. You know, he's just like here you go, sugar tits. He was cooperating <laughs> with the officer. And, you, know, to, you know, did he call it sugar tits? Yeah, he said call the officer. Here you go, sugar tits. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's a term that's, of effect. He's Australian. Yeah. Well, no, he's that's, not. That's great evidence of when you're drunk, you might think you're charming. <laughs> yeah, you're but really I mean, not. 
I think you could have, like, it could have been worse. He could have called it worse than that. That's like, a case, Mark, where Russell Crowe, yeah, we'll call him Australian because he's cool. We will call Mel no. Gibson American. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Russell Crowe threw a phone at, like, a dude's head Who in cares? a hotel lobby. a thousand phones. At a, at a, at a person. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, but it was just like, and then he got cracked the shits at that director. You know. Also, like, he likes rugby league and follows <laughs> which makes him a fucking idiot. And there, it's yeah. what, you know, because he's, it's this trend at the moment. Jimmy Fallon's been doing it with Vegemite. You know, we try to inflict... Anyone who comes, we inflict Vegemite on them. Now it's a case with Russell Crowe. He inflicts the fucking rabbitos on people. Yeah. It's like every celebrity come out, oh, wear this red and green. Red and green? What the fuck? It's not Christmas. I mean, I'm not the fashion police, but red and green never seen. Red and green never seen? You never heard that? No, no I haven't. I think you're thinking about blue and green never seen without something in between. That's the oh, order. is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there you yeah. go, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fact. Really, I've never heard that one. Yeah, before. no, they clash. They're not good colors to have blue together. The, the Newcastle Knights had a version of that: blue and red, never dead. Anyway, it's no. neither here nor there. No, but it's like I just Russell Crowe. Jeez, those rugby league fans that come with some creative chance, don't they? <laughs> blue and red, <laughs> never dead. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so tell me about Mad Max. Because I remember Mad Max as a kid. It was a massive thing when I was a kid. Yeah, Tina yeah. Turner was involved in it. Yeah, huge Australian um, film, very popular. Um, George Miller directed. Uh, he's an Australian director, and uh, and it was a bit of a breakout film, film for Mel Gibson, as we were just talking about. Yeah, um, yeah obviously. Uh, one of those um, sci-fi movies about a, a bit of a post-apocalypse. Um, Dystopian, would you say? I would. I would say post-apocalyptic dystopia, which, by the way, um, is probably my favourite subgenre of science fiction. I love... A good Me too. Time. I like a good Warriors, Escape yeah. from New York. How yeah. do you guys think you'd fare in the Mad Max? Like, say, you know, it's the wilderness. Have you got a plan? Uh, yeah, I'm probably just going to die. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'd have I don't think I'd have it in me to struggle on for life. I'd be. I like, just make my anus as inviting as possible. <laughs> oh, dear God. Far out. So not very inviting then. Less <laughs> 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 death's going to be a lot more painful than ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, like, what would you like say? You know, what, what, what about you? Would you Would you survive? How would you How would you? I, go I think I've got a plan. I mean, I think I, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to keep it low. I'm not going to be. I know I can't fight. Yeah. So I'd be sort of, I just sort of see where, like, I'd assume something started. Like, if there was a nuclear bomb, yeah. I mean, it, I'd sort of wherever it was, I'd go the opposite way. So if it was out in the country, I'd probably make my way in the city, hang out there, like yeah, yeah. find a bait. Because that's the thing. Like, I've I've done a lot of temp work in my time, yeah. and a lot of offices have a lot of useful space that no one knows about. Yeah, like you can find a good basement. You can find some as long as there's a water source. A little bit of food, you can a vending, survive. A vending machine full of uh, snacks and, yeah, and Twinkies cokes. will get me through. Yeah, the, absolutely. Um, I'd do the Hunger Games trick where they sort of wait for everybody else to fight themselves out. Sort of hide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then come in in their weakened condition and <laughs> destroy the human race. Yeah, that's <laughs> that'd right. Be, yeah, that'd be pretty much my plan. It'd be like, you just, you'd sit there, you know, as long as you've got a book or something to read, you've got your water, mm. you can hide, you go out every now and then, just assess the situation, just yeah, keep, yeah. keep your head down. Yeah, no, you'd definitely be doing what they do in a movie like Mad Max, actually. You'd be, like, scavenging for, for, for weapons and, and fuel, and really. And screaming about the Jews. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, no, hang on, that's real life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what's the new one about, roughly? Uh, look, I think it's a continuation of the story, um, and it's really just about Mad Max continuing to uh, to survive a, in the in the wasteland. It's been but, a pretty um, successful film. I mean, it's, it's going gangbusters. got great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. and it's already spawned... Um, 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 
food franchise, Mad Max. <laughs> they sprouting everywhere. Yes, they are. That, that, that sprang up overnight, almost before the movie came out. I know. So, so. <laughs> like this one. Yeah. We got rid of Mel Gibson. We're going to sell Mexican food. Yeah, it's not yeah. very politically correct. Mad. Yeah. Mad Max. Is it because he's angry, or is it because he's? Oh, angry. Are you talking about the? What are you talking about? Are you the talking title. about the movie or the, or the, the, the name of the restaurant, Mad or both, Max? Actually. Yeah, no. What, what do you think it should be? Anger issues, Max. Um, are you saying mad as in it's not nice to call crazy people mad, yeah. and it's not nice to call um, people with mental health issues crazy either? Yeah. So yeah, um, no, no. I think um, mad is about him being angry and angry. That's why I was writing to the mafia bosses in New York saying like, we've got to stop calling him crazy Joe Geller. We're calling him mentally challenged Joe Geller. Mentally challenged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's good fun. Good fun film. I'm gonna watch it. I mean, um, I'm yeah. not. Everyone's uh, talking about it. It's, 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 it's uh, definitely worth seeing. A big vibe out there. Yeah, 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 but is there any? Is there like like my guide to action film is any comedy in it? Is there a joke? Is there a sort of no? Huh, that's a head on. Nothing funnier about post apocalypse. <laughs> oh come on! I mean. You know, in the Avengers. So, hang on. Is your is your contention that if there was some comedy, that you go and see it? I want a wisecrack. I want one of the characters, you know, make a wisecrack. Like, oh, you know, he, he cut his head off. You yeah, know? no. The tone well, of, the tone what, of this one's pretty serious. What do you know? call comedy? But like Jake Lamotta's routine at the end of Raging Bull, or I like I like <laughs> take 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 Downey Jr. I like Iron Man in the Avengers movie. You know, yeah, he's yeah. got a witty line. He's got ah, oh, you know, got lots of James Bond style. A cheeky, yeah, a cheeky grin. Yes. You know, I don't like like when it goes bad. Transformers two. Joking about the dogs humping each other. That's not funny. Michael Bay, and he's admitted he Michael, can't do comedy. Michael Bay sends it, yeah, well, I wish he'd fucking stop trying. Those movies have, like, his shitty sense of humor all the way <laughs> I through wanna, them. I want to declare a Michael Bay free zone. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to fucking keep going on about Michael Bay. The guy is an ass. He's so popular, they named eBay after him. <laughs> but what about fucking, um... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Not everything's a hit, buddy. That, that no. was that before. But the, um... Sopranos, for example, hilarious show, but not intentionally funny. So why? You, you, I haven't seen Sopranos. Why is that hilarious? Why does one of those shows? Please, do you guys have shows? Life changing. Do you mm. guys have shows that you're saving for retirement? Mm. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have that much time at the moment. No. So if I knock out a TV series, I'm very, like, yeah, I don't have time. Like Sopranos and West Wing, mm. I missed them at the start. Now I'm at a stage where. I need some time, serious time to watch that. I don't have it coming the, up. These things, these things date horribly. I, I think. I think you got to watch them as close to their release yeah, as possible. See, because I think down the tr- I think what I need to catch up on my TV is mm. I need to like break a leg and so because I've got I've got um, income protection. So yeah, what I need to do is probably have a really couple of big months of comedy, ramp up my yeah. income. Yeah, let's just hope the insurance investigators don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if I break my leg, you know, I break my leg. I can't. It was all right till Mark put the meter tag. It was worse when I actually tried to put a claim in to pay off yeah. Lester for breaking my leg. <laughs> Man, I got advice for you on the West Wing. Watch the first four seasons of it and then just say goodbye. Nah, I mean, seven seven seasons long, and the the head writer of the show, um, fellow by the name of Aaron Sonkin, who you might might yeah, have heard he of. He does newsroom, which I like. Yeah. Yes, he does. Um, he did the first four seasons of the of the West Wing and then left in a pay dispute at the end of season four. Uh, maybe it was something else. I don't know. Drugs. Um, drugs, maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh, after that, the quality of the writing just goes downhill remarkably. Like, you still like the characters and everything, but I uh, I didn't I didn't like the show that much after that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm... S- look, 
I you're, you're loyal to a series. I started at Police Academy one, <laughs> Police Academy seven. Man, that's some hard slogging getting through to Police Academy seven. No, I'm no, no. Say. I'll say one to six are perfect films. Seven perfect films. <laughs> they are cinema perfection. <laughs> I will not Look hear a Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. It's the only franchise I know that loses the star and still does not lose quality. They're like, we haven't got Mahoney for this film. What do we do? We send him to Miami and we get a bunch of McCall parrots go, hey, dork, hey, dork. It's, uh, it it's, it's, it's hard to lose quality when there's very little going around <laughs> in the first place. You boys don't know comedy. Uh, last, I'm with last you, man. episode, I don't like Father of the Bride. Oh, don't like Father of the Oh, house sitter. It had Goldie Horn. Well, how who many I still th- remain to this day is hot. How many tweets come in of supporting your Father of the Bride? Yeah, yeah. Well, zero. We'll, None. We'll, we'll, we'll get zero. there. We'll yeah. get there. It, um, it's not quite trending, but you know. The fact um, that no, 15 I, of our listeners with the I support ISIS tweet have got carried away. Yeah. Anyone that likes Steve Martin in Father of the Bride has an actual arrow through their head. Oh, yeah. no. It is... if. It is a great movie. And go, back, I mean, go, back I, to, go back to Police I don't want to talk about Father of the Bride again. It's a well-worn path. It's shit. Everyone knows it's shit. It's you can, not. You can continue with your delusion. What's it rating let, let, on let, Rotten let, Tomatoes? Let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about Police Academy. I actually think, uh, despite my joke before about the quality not going anywhere because it was always shit, the first, my first and second one were really funny films, but it yeah, did get bad. It did get bad. I think Five is my favorite. It still is my favorite. Which one's Five? Going Miami back Beach. To Miami. Miami Beach. It's got um, Renee. Whatever his name is from um, Boston Legal was the bad guy. Um, Renee. Renee. Renee, what's his Aubergine name? or something. He was in um, one of the Star Trekky things. Um, it's got. I think I like Police Academy. I was, and I do like Father of the Bride. If you're wondering why I'm distracted, I'm going to Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and see what Father of the Bride has as a rating. Yeah, this would be interesting. Yeah. Particularly for everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell them. It's not yeah. like I'm going to go. No, no, Unless just show course, it. You know, just the show it. Is really, no, I wish we had really a camera on you searching your phone. We don't get to do that. Oh, yeah. well, it's great. It's great podcasting. Well, tell me why. Like, why do you not like Police Academy 5? Oh, I don't remember it that well. I just don't think, um, I just don't think that the, the humour was as sharp the further it got through. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just wasn't laughing as much. No, you've missed the whole point there, Ryan. The, the problem was it went from MA. R to M A down to G from the span from one to seven. Did it? So the jokes weren't as adult oriented yeah, right. and they weren't as cool. Well, well now, what would we say is a successful on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I'd have to be over seventy. Oh, you'd pay that? Yeah. Father of the Bride, seventy three percent. Right, so the internet proves yet again that the world is full of fucking idiots. <laughs> I didn't know this. Father of the Bride is based on an Elizabeth Taylor movie from 1950. Yeah, yeah. And that's got 93%. Yes, yeah. I'd argue that only probably three people have seen it. Father of the Bride 2, <laughs> that's 48%. That didn't get the numbers. But 73%, yeah. I've used your weapon, the internet, against you. <laughs> Father of the Bride... <laughs> My weapon. <laughs> your weapon. Well, you're the science dude, internet sorry, science. Sorry, I know about the father of the internet. Yeah. You guys gave me shit about that a little while ago. Oh. I said, "Who's you know Tim Berners Lee?" Blah, blah, blah. You're like, "Who the fuck's Tim Berners Lee?" Yeah, here we are. We're doing yeah. callbacks to, yeah. Yeah. and that's like the fourth time he's mentioned it too. <laughs> what was it? He was trying to tell us about the guy who invented the semicolon or something. <laughs> Dear God. Just because a fact exists doesn't mean it's as interesting. Well, I tend to disagree with now, you. Now, back to Transformers exists, 3. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't seen... Have I seen Transformers 3? How many are there now? Is there four? four? Yeah, no, it's the fourth one I haven't seen. 
Haven't seen the one with the Dinobots. I either. liked it because it's in Hong Kong. It's dinosaurs. They're running around. No Megatron. I didn't like that. Megatron wasn't in the fourth one. He died in the third. I, I'm a fan of Megatron. Like Megatron. It's hard not to be a fan of Megatron. I, I got to admit, if Megatron takes over the other, I'm one of the humans that's going to work with him. I'm going to be the guy, oh, mate, I'll be your, your left hand man. You know, I'll round them up for you. Yeah, right. Like I'll sell, I won't join ISIS or anything stupid, but you know, Megatron, he's <laughs> someone you, I can believe in. You, you join the evil Decepticon, so yeah. Here's a thought: Why don't we in this country ever make movies like Mad Max anymore? Because we don't have any money. There's always that mm. bullshit somersault wank. Yeah, like wank films, as opposed to um, yeah, well, it's film finance. Basically, it's expensive to make movies, right? So, so, so wankers control the. the I don't think I, like I, don't, I honestly don't think we have the the budget. I mean, Mad Max, what, it's a $100 million film, is it? It's no, but like, when it came out the first time, it was independent wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it would have been helped out with um, some, sort yeah. of, some sort of film I mean, finance saying, like, They were aiming big with a big concept that would appeal to the world in America, for example, yeah. as opposed to like... Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, like, I, I don't know, I mean, there's a, a few, quite, a few, quite a few arguments either way, but I mean, the, the creative industries in this country don't get very well supported by the government, and you do need to subsidise those things. Yeah, but see, I'm going to argue here, off. I'm going to argue that they need, they're not helping themselves. Creating movies like depressing art house wank that the majority doesn't want to see, yeah. why can't they make, I mean... The highest rating movie is Wog Boy. People will give it shit. But Nick Giannopoulos said, I like this movie. It's based on my comedy character. I'm going to make it. People went and see it. Why are we not making movies like that? Why aren't we, why aren't we making well, like- My point is um, build the industry with broad stuff and then make your wank stuff. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically yeah, making so I'm, the point that... I'm just wondering why no one ever does that anymore. Why don't we make our... Let's make a movie. Let's make Mad Mel. <laughs> the story of an actor who goes overseas, goes mental, co-starring shit. I, I predicted it years ago when he built his own church. I knew he was off his head. Did he build his own church? Yeah, his own church. He built his own. Like, yeah, right. And I thought this guy's off his head. Turns out he was. See, my I when I first moved to Sydney, I lived with my mate who I won't name just in case we're getting him in trouble here. And he used to manage a very, very a five star hotel, and. He used to, I, I go, oh, I have any celebrities in. He goes, oh, mate, Mel was in. I go, Mel Gibson? He goes, yeah, mate. He goes, and so, were, and so were 15 prostitutes. And I'm like, but he's married. And my mate just almost doubled over laughing. So, yeah, yeah he was like, Mel was known to, oh, he said he's a lovely guy. He's friendly. I mean, my mate's not Jewish, so he's, <laughs> he's not treated with respect. Yeah. But, yeah, he would say that, you know, Mel would go there to party. And it would be like, like, yeah, 15 women for Mel. Jesus. Yeah. Good times. Fifteen yeah. pairs of sugar. Tips, and he so. had like nine kids to his wife because he was a good. He was he's Catholic. Yeah, and that was because he bit like he, in his defense he didn't choose a freaky religion. He chose one of the basic. Ones. Was the only guy to call his kids the Hitler Youth? <laughs> the Hitler Youth. Uh, <laughs> the you, now there's a guy who, when shaving, would go, would shave a Hitler mustache. Who Mel? Mel, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you just say that he went with one of the non crazy religions? Catholicism. <laughs> well, I mean, compared to, like, he didn't think go for one of these. He didn't go for one of these, oh, Madonna Kabbalah or, you know, Scientology. I mean, do you no, reckon his career would have been better if he went Scientology? <laughs> nothing crazy about it. I mean, she just turned out one day she was pregnant. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, immaculate conception, blood sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in terms of, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of Catholics in the world. 
I mean, the, the Pope's one, apparently. Yes, indeed. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, quite a, there's quite a lot of different religions in the world. But I'm Catholic, just saying, Catholics like, is fairly well-subscribed. As, right. as they say in Monty Python, it's the fastest-growing religion in the world. <laughs> That's why they don't wear condoms. <laughs> well, I, th- I think if you actually went on statistics, Islam's like... They, 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 a, I think we're getting into territory we shouldn't be, but the, they breed a lot. There's they a lot do. of... There's a lot of I, is it, I've, has anyone read the Quran? Uh, no. Can't can't read Arabic. Well, you can get an English. Track. I'm waiting for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that. Well, they did. They release it last year, and like only worldwide, a thousand people died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they depicted the Prophet Muhammad and somebody. <laughs> somebody. Maybe we, maybe the Australian um, film industry can release that, and then we can clear them out and make some broad movies. <laughs> <laughs> make an art house version of the Quran. Yeah, co-starring Muhammad. <laughs> Yeah, no, I reckon they should make more comedy films. They should. Um, they should, like they should get away from a movie about the crime. They films. should get. Uh, well, pretty funny. They should get. Um, they should get more finance. They should. Yeah, get but more, I'm just. Uh, like, I'm arguing. Like, I've worked in TV. Like everyone always says over here. Oh, why doesn't Australia make a good sitcom? Why don't we make a good? The amount because of they're expensive right, like, to make. take something like The Big Bang Theory. Now I know there are people out there who are going. Oh, it's shit, it's shit. It's rating wise. It's just the most successful sitcom. In the world, yeah. it's pretty successful. I personally find it funny. I think the characters are well developed. The jokes are quite funny. I can see how people are don't like it. All the nerds out there, but yeah, get over it. It could be worse. It could be two and a half men. Why don't just, the nerds like it? I don't know. Oh, they're like, oh, oh, it doesn't portray real nerd culture. Oh, blah blah blah. It's not oh, blah, you know, they fuck, fuck off and watch your Star well, Wars. Well, I think you're about to make a point saying that it's. Um, well produced. I mean, if you don't like multicam comedies, I mean, yeah. No, I'm saying about the the amount of writers that to, that an episode of The Big Bang Theory would have. They're probably about twenty writers to make an episode. Yeah, we do not have the budget in Australian TV to dedicate have twenty audience. writers. I mean, twenty. I think it's roughly you get paid about five hundred dollars a day to work freelance as a writer on a show. So to get twenty writers, that's ten thousand dollars just on writers for the show. The average Australian TV show does not have a budget that would support that many writers. Then you've got to have script it. So it's just the money's not here to make the great yeah. Australian and, and that And that relates to the size of the market too. I mean, if you have a hit show in America, you've got... Well, you Big know, Bang's uh, worldwide, yeah. No, but to get, they, these shows all get started there, of course, before mm. they get syndicated. So if you've got a hit show in America, you've got a population of, like, what, 280? 300, 300 million, million people, you know, whereas... And so all you've got to do is get 10% of that, and you've got a, a yeah, but the lot way of people. They, the way they do things, I think, is smarter. In the, And this is something... I know ABC did it with that fresh blood concept, but we won't get into that. But over in, over in America, they have pilot season, where they work on this pilot, they shoot the pilot, but they, that all then they money test as well. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. But And then they go, okay, this one's got legs, this one hasn't. And genuinely, the ones that survive pilot season get minimum a season and like I think it's something like out of every 20 produced three will be made yeah now what maybe we need to look at that maybe we need to well once again I mean you're talking about a huge machine that is supported by a huge market whereas here we don't have the market for it yeah but I'm saying let's look at it what about Acropolis now what about what? fucking Kingswood Country exactly <laughs> yeah we should make updates no they did what, that what about some other one I can't remember no but hey, I'm Dad. saying like, okay, <laughs> exactly. well, at the moment a reality TV is going gangbusters there's cooking shows. Yeah, because it's fucking cheap to make. Yeah, right. Here's what we do. How, like, what's the prize on the block? 200 grand, 300 grand? Yeah, yeah. How about we do a show where you get teams of five or whatever 
you have to produce in the over a, a season pilot. a pilot or a short film. The best short film gets a script deal. It's not a bad idea. You just have to figure out how to get the drama week to week because otherwise it'd just be a bunch oh, of people yeah, sitting I mean, around writing. I've I've been in that many. I've been in writers' rooms. Just follow someone's journey. Easy. Yeah, I mean, like I've seen friend of the shows. <laughs> Say again. Follow someone's journey. Yeah, it's like but I mean, imagine like okay, the three of us here. It's right? been an amazing journey. They could be filming it. Like okay, we're going to meet up and we're going to do okay. What's what are you going? to... Oh, I want to do Mel Gibson. Oh, you know, I've been in writers' room. We I did a sitcom that I actually we actually sold. It was me. Friend of the show, Justin Lodge, who I think is on episode six. Mate George, who's no longer... And Seizure Kaiser, who's been on a few times. One of the writing... Se- our flatmates used to come and watch it because the arguments were so intense over scripts yeah. that it was just like... It was insane. So you'd film that. You'd have the hot-headed guy. You'd have the guy with no vision. And you'd be just... Intro- I reckon... <laughs> put it this way. Look, you're not seeing you have the hot-headed guy and the guy with no vision. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking great writer's room. Every yeah. week, people tune are you in. Angling for, are you angling for a part for you and Caesar in this? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying. Put it this way. Every week, people tune in to watch people renovate a fucking house, which is effectively watching paint Exactly. Dry. That's a good and point. you mean to tell me a bunch of creatives pitching a movie. I mean, you could have the whole thing where you sit down, you write, you had the idea. Mm. Even going around, where are we going to film it? We're going to do it as set? Well, oh, we're going to go and do it in Bankstown? Oh, let's go to that, Struggle that's Street. My, that's my point. It sounds too exciting. See, reality TV show is always based on the fucking banal, isn't it? Like, that's why I don't know why people are so fascinated with I it. I think we've got a million dollar idea here. I reckon one of the net one of the networks, call me, we'll do lunch, and yeah. I, I think we've got an idea. Yeah, how would we figure out how to put a bit of elimination stuff into it? You'd have to you'd have to have people leaving over the course of the year. Well, uh, th- well, yeah, you would. You'd start out with like, okay, the first thing is... Okay, the first thing is you've got, to pit, you've got to pitch to stay in the show. So first week, you get up and you have to pitch to a panel of TV execs. Do the elevator pitch. You'd have a couple of coked up marketing execs. You'd have yeah. a couple of money men. So you'd have to pitch the show. So that's your first one. You survive the pitch. Then the next one could be, okay. You oh, you could do like auditions like they do on like idol shows yeah. where you just have individuals coming in and pitching a story and if they kind of convince the judges that they got a bit of creative spark and they get to yeah. stay but for the most part you just have people come and go I want to do a show it's about nothing and then you know everyone would just laugh at them and tell them, get, <laughs> Someone get, go, get the fuck out yeah. think Star Wars yeah, yeah. the musical yeah that's right I'd love to be Gordon Ramsay on that well he, you'd where's have the fucking passion <laughs> <laughs> I like it I like your premise but where's your passion I love, I love that's one of my favourite shows where Gordon goes to shit restaurants and just abuses yeah, them yeah 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 I mean, maybe we could. You'd have to, Gordon could be the mentor. I mean, he'd be the no, mentor. No, no, he's a cook. I don't yeah, cook. but you know, we want, we want to, we, we, we need like someone like Ben Mendelsohn. You know, you get somebody like get somebody like Tim. Mel Fer- Gibson. He's not doing anything. Get somebody like Tim Ferguson. He's actually a comedy writer. who's worked in like worked in high, pretty high profile. But then you could have mentors come in. Like you could have you know Mel Gibson come in and go, look, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, what I'd recommend, follow your heart, follow your passion. And if you're pulled over by a police officer, don't go sugar tits. <laughs> yeah, don't go right. sugar tits. And if you, if you ever lose your way, just build a church. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and if your fiancé won't give you a blowjob, don't get angry about not getting a blowjob in the spa. You know? have, you seen, have you heard that footage? No. It's the footage of him losing his mind and demanding a blowjob from his wife. It's deranged. <laughs> but yeah. 
I don't know, that seems pretty normal behaviour to me. <laughs> no, 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 There's anger and then there's... Oh, there's anger, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, he's very angry. It's not like... Oh, I suppose demanding is not really good, is it? I mean, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but well, I, I, don't, I don't get his logic because he's pretty much getting angry, threatening her, and he wants her to put her mouth with teeth around his genitals. But it's like... Um... I thought he was American until I heard that, and he's like, "Hey, Olga, suck me off." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He was just, he was just, he was just saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Newcastle greeting, you know. Yes, yes. He walked up to Willie Mason later on and just pinched him on the cock. Actually, we should probably point out that was like a that's a there's a callback to the show last week. If you haven't, if you didn't listen to it, we were, we're talking about the universal greeting in Newcastle, which is apparently suck me off. <laughs> but you should listen to it because it's a critically acclaimed episode. Last it is. Week. It was like yeah. the. the it's trending on Twitter. It Admittedly, is. we've replaced the episode title with hashtag Ozpol, but it's still trending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's trending. It's, it is all doing that. So I think we've got a show here. Yeah, we no. pitch. I think you could see so you've got two seasons. Season one is Season two is a movie. I want to be a contestant. You want to be pitch me your show. What you well, are you going to pitch a sitcom or are you going to pitch a movie? Uh, I think I'll pitch a sitcom. What's your sitcom? Um, I'm going to call it uh, Corporate Values. And what, what it is, see, is you have uh, a team in a, in a bank, uh, a team of... Call centre, back a, of house. Uh, like a mixture of... Like sale, an actual teller? Mixture of... See, so you want your different character archetypes. So you've got your salesy types and your marketing types and your, and your, your accountant types and your, you know, the people that love spreadsheets. And so you've got all your different comedy archetypes there. And then uh, they all sort of bounce off each other while the, the, the main boss comes through trying to instill a new brand of corporate values um, on, on the way that everybody behaves in this institution. Uh, Does in he this have institution. an adoptive family? Does who? The do boss. No. I'd like to... Could we maybe write in an adoptive family? But uh, you don't have to explain. Well, if, if you're the producer and you're going to green light this, if I say yes, then the answer is yes. But... Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Because I could see him going every day, instilling the corporate values, and you know, must do it, and then going home to his newly adopted son and go, and the big old son, you know, at work, I tell them, you know, and not yeah. just shit on the carpet. So my my idea would be that the contrast would be that while they're sort of rolling out these yeah. corporate values, like like be kind to each other and all this sort of stuff, and then everybody just displays exactly the opposite behaviour, stepping over themselves to demonstrate that they're actually uh, ticking whatever corporate value they're supposed to be demonstrating that week. And he could come home to see his son being kind, and as he's walking in, and, you know, it's 9 o'clock at night, he's yep. late, and, you know, and the cat's in the cradle and the song could play it. It, yep. could, be a, it could be a tear jerk. Yeah, it could. Okay, Lester, would you green like that one? Um, just let you know, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my, here's my, mine's a true life sitcom. It's based on a man who made an appearance in the courts today. And he got yeah. off, he was, it was the second time he was charged with the offence, but he got off. And this time, instead of going to jail, he got counselling. So we'll pick it up with him at the courthouse, and then we'll go to the counselling. And in the counselling session, it'll be a group counselling thing so you can get everyone around. And he gets to talk about his crime. Now, does anyone want to guess what his crime was? What? Exposing got... himself in public? Oh, better than that. I can't even say it without laughing. Urinating in public. Having sex with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> what gonna, wait. What are you going to do, call him Mrs. Ed? <laughs> <laughs> It's called Nay Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you say Nay Dad. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a funny gag, but is there a series of that? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a mini-series. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, this is a true story. I'll put the link up on the Facebook. Nay, no, Dad. They even caught him naked in his paddock. It's ring the police said he's having sex with a horse. Huh. The police came out and he said, oh, we can't charge him. We don't have proof. Yeah. I oh, so he'd finished by then. <laughs> Two days later, <laughs> the neighbour sees him again and starts filming him on his camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they charged him. But he got let off the first time. And then the second time, the judge was dumbfounded that he didn't get sent to counselling. So yeah. he said, oh, you're not going to jail. This like this is like a... But hang on, the first time they said they couldn't charge him. No, no, he got charged like years ago. Oh, right. And then he got caught again. Got caught again. But he was naked in a paddock. Like, it must must have been summer because, you know. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of of this thing I heard. Have you guys heard of Dan Savage? He's like that sex advice columnist from Seattle. He had had this, he was telling this story once where um, he was talking to a guy and uh, and, uh, he said, he's basically making the argument that. you know, people people are pretty frivolous about marriage equality and uh, whatever. And he said, you know, in, in the states, it's actually this guy was actually allowed to marry his horse. <laughs> and, and the reporter asked the guy, um, "Is it a male or a female horse?" He goes, "Female." I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually, I think it's like something like 23 states or something. It's illegal to yeah, be intimate with a horse. That's yeah. why Mr. Red was so popular there. Yeah. yeah it's a dream. Come My true. idea for a sitcom is. Local podcast identity goes around bashing cunts over perceived sluts. <laughs> what? Let's do, that's more like a reality TV. Local podcast identity. Bashing. Goes around bashing cunts. Jeez, what? What's with you in the, in the sea bomb yeah, today? You're, yeah, you're a sea bomb. You've, you've, have you been back to Newcastle? I have been spending a bit of time in Newcastle. Yeah, you have. You've been spending a bit of time uh, there. Yeah. And um, I just think seeing someone as cool as. The main character bashing cunts would be awesome. <laughs> See, I almost, I've, ne- I almost got into fisticuffs the other day, and I, like, I was walking home. You from- almost got into fisticuffs the other day. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, go on. Well, I, I, don't cr- I don't want to put it as crude as him, you know. Oh, yeah, I just went down and I almost mm, bashed the current the other day, you know. I'm not sure a 35-year-old should be using that sentence, but we'll go with it. What? Fisty cups <laughs> or no, bashing cups? Just getting into physical altercations. Yeah. Well, I, though, I was, I was walking home from the station and it was cold. I had my headphones in and charity collectors were there and... They were on one side, like they were on one side of the footpath. So I moved to the end of the footpath, and I'm walking down, and he jumps in front of me, and I'm like, and I'm trying to get past, it and he wouldn't, and he kept doing that thing where he's trying to, and I said, "Can you please move?" He goes, "Just trying to do my job, mate. Just trying to do my job." And I said, "This is not a job. You're soliciting me." He goes, "Oh, you got a problem with it? You got a problem?" And I go, "I just want to go home. I didn't want to interact with you." And now you've, he goes, "Oh man, I'm just trying to do," and I just, I fucking lost. I said, "You are not doing a job. You're a piece of shit." Fuck off. Like, I just... I went out of my way to avoid this guy. Like, I don't get his, like... Did he honestly think me moving out of the way is me playing coy? Like, I don't get what... He's like, was his motivation just to annoy me? While, 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 I, while I don't agree with you that it's not a job, I, I do agree that that person wasn't doing a very good one because yeah. you'd, uh, you, you know, you, you can spot that. You can spot that people aren't interested at all. And it's just you a waste, just, of, waste, waste of our time. Yeah, that's right. And it's yeah. save the children fund. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not getting any money. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, why would they do it? Like it must work. Which is an 
Seriously, people out there, if you want to give some people, some people get confronted and harassed, and they, yeah, that's right, it does work. I mean, I got, I got, I think it was a wilderness um, society person. Was it the the guys that used to do the koala? The koala, yeah, yeah. Well, I think when they, (laughs) have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. It was after the koalas though, but I still had the same big buckets. And this this one, I was down in uh, Broadway Shopping Centre in in near Ultimo in the Sydney CBD, and um, and old HQ, and she basically, she she asked me. Because I was like in a crowd, and I was just too close to her to to avoid it. She asked me you know, if I wanted to donate. I said no, thanks, and I started to walk off. And she was basically following me across the street, saying, "Why not? What's going on? Why don't you want to? You don't you don't care about it?" Blah, blah, blah. My mate's got the. <laughs> That's best too problem. much. How about you just give? Did you give her the money? No, 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 no. Let's go down and chop down a tree in her honour. <laughs> <laughs> My mate Dave's got the best thing ever for that. Like he just won't engage him at all. Like yeah. he won't acknowledge them. He won't look at them. He'll just walk straight past them. Yeah, no, yeah. he liked. You know, you usually go, sorry, mate, and you sort of wave or whatever. Yeah. Like, you'll just hear, like, zero tolerance, and it works perfect. <laughs> zero tolerance. Like, if you got in front of him, he'd just like... Like Grandpa Simpson, have you yeah. got any spare change? Yes, and you ain't getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's, I, but I, like, I think to me, it's like, people, stop engage, stop giving to the, any charity. I'm gonna, and I think we'll do it with name and shame. Each week on the Facebook page... I tweet into it. Tweet I don't, I don't think I could be a part of naming and shaming charities. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I've got a, I've got a slight agreement no, 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 with no, your no. point, but like, let's just let's do an, let's do know, an agreement. I'm not going to pick on. You don't understand. Foundation. You don't understand. Let's do an agreement. Mark was cold one night and wanted to get home, so we're going to have a 20 year vendetta against charities. That's right. right. So next time, the, next time I, the council I, cancel, I, get him one. I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> save the children. Yeah, save the children. Yeah, yeah. If you. <laughs> will agree to stop using backpackers soliciting funds on the street. I will help organise a charity fundraiser for you and we'll do some donations. Well, so if we can put some backpackers out of work, we'll get you some money. That's probably the most offensive part about it is the Essex accent. The Essex accent? Well, it's, it's all English. There's either the posh or there's the... Like this guy's, you know, just having a go, mate. Just having a go. Mm. I, 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 I almost wish... I was like worked for the government because I would have cancelled his visa on the spot. <laughs> I am vindicated. I don't. I don't think the government works quite like that. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> need to tell me. Immigration officers walking around with badges. You're <laughs> I'm revoking your citizenship. No, I reckon I could go up to Kevin Andrews. Is the immigration minister? I reckon I can go, Kev, buddy, old son. I'm married to a woman. <laughs> he's, he's the dude that gave out the $200 marriage counseling vouchers. Yeah, 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 he's still a performer in the uh, social services uh, ministry for that. But I reckon he'd probably like me and he'd probably go what do you want and I go I want you to deport every single backpacker that asks for charity because I think it's a vote winner. Actually, I think I you think, would vote. I think for you might be onto something. I think you're you're definitely channeling liberal social policy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the charities. Just... <laughs> not, the, no, no, not the charities, just the people who collect for them yeah, yeah. and are on a wage. Yeah. But you know who sells that space? The fucking councils. Do they? You didn't have to walk past a gauntlet of dickheads in the street. The councils sell that right. Yeah, oh, they license really? them. I thought yeah. I, so. You mean to tell me? That Summerhill Council or Ashfield Council, I think it's Ashfield Council, they let those pricks there? They mm-hmm. license that right. I'm going to my local count. Well, they apply for them, I think, and then they allow How them much would it be? Because we could maybe go and apply and we can podcast next to them. What about if we bought one which the charity was like, um, suck me off? <laughs> <laughs> Deport charity collectors. Uh, yeah. Like where we have to get signatures. <laughs> 
We, we want everyone to say, suck me off. <laughs> suck me off. <laughs> We're going to change it to the official greeting. We're going to put it in the constitutional <laughs> preamble. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> probably, Andrew Bolt, the, guy, the racist dude from Melbourne who writes a column, he's got a, he's got a column and he's pretty much, they're trying to get Aborigines recognised in the constitution. This prick's arguing against it because he thinks it's racist to acknowledge them. Yeah, right. You could, I reckon you could get him to lobby to suck me off. <laughs> and I reckon he'd do it. He probably would. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, speaking of suck me off, I think it's time for our regular segment on the show. I know. What do you <laughs> mean, speaking of suck me off? Lester's got it on the lexicon. I'm yeah, trying to get yeah. it in there. Suck me off, you can't. Yeah. Ryan's random questions. Buddy, you ready? Yep, quick. I'm going to have to do a quick theme song. Suck me off, Ryan. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Question number one. Have you ever fallen for a scam? Yes and yes. What one? What was it? Many. I live in London in the UK. Yeah. Not London, Texas. Yeah. What about London, <laughs> Ontario? <laughs> Paris, Texas? London, Ontario? <laughs> yeah. What did I say in the UK? Um, and this, this bloke was like saying, oh, get any, um, any fucking recording equipment you want at half price, like a real street guy, right? Yeah, and yeah. I was like a country guy with coming off the bus for the first day in New York City, right? <laughs> I'm like, uh, and he's like, oh, really? He's, just give me the 30 pounds now, all right? And I'll just go into the shop and I'll get, I'll, I'll get it at half price, you know? And I went, oh, how are you going to do that? He goes, don't worry about it, mate. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> And I said, okay, I gave him the 30 pounds, and then like, I'm waiting outside the shop. He goes, you're waiting out here, I'll talk to the guy. And then I said, he's been ages, so look in there, he's not there. And I said, did the guy come through here? He said, yeah, he asked to use the back door, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went down the back alleyway, and he's down about a K down the road. I could see down this long alleyway, and he's, and he's like bolting away. <laughs> <laughs> Took you 30 pounds. There you I, go. Felt like, I felt like the biggest dickhead ever. You were lucky later on, you um, ran into the wallet inspector. It <laughs> 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 really sharpened me up, because um, I was like, Proper country, and like that yeah. really gave me some street smart straight off the bat. And all, all I did was question 30 pounds. That's yeah, exactly. a good, good life lesson. Yeah. If um, listeners want to go back and listen to the episode I recorded in LA with Nick Foran, I think it's it's in the 70s or 80s. Go back, you'll hear about the scams I got done in LA. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, got, I got hustled. Did you? Yeah. I did. Well, go on, give us at least one of them now. Well, basically, the in LA, they like to come up and give you CDs, and they give you hip hop CDs. And I stupidly was wearing my Philly Flyers vest, so I got, and they expect money in exchange for that. Yeah. And I was at Venice Beach, I got surrounded, I'm really not feeling comfortable, they're trying to get money off me, and then this guy goes, this really big guy, like, I'm, I'm not going to ex- explain him because we might sound racist, but he was bigger than me, and he's trying to, he's, oh, you're from Australia, man, I've got a $50 note. Can I switch it for an American one? He goes, because I'm not... He had a 50 Australian. Yeah. I'm trying to explain to him. I said, no, nah, it doesn't work that way. They're not worth the same thing. Yeah. Long story short, after about 20 minutes of arguing, I took the $50 note and I left. But yeah, I think it cost me about $20 because yeah. the exchange rate, plus I gave him 10 bucks just to get out of there. That's yeah. not a scam. That's like... Uh, well, it's being the, shaken the, the down. Extortion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. Like, I, <laughs> I did not feel safe at all. But if you want that full story... and. I actually name and abuse the because the idiots put their name on this CD. I've got them here somewhere. I've got an idea for a festival show for you. Name and shame. Name and shame. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the Supreme Court for all the defamation. M- M- MWO names and shames. 
Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever been scammed. I was just sort of remembering um, when I wrote that question. Um, I saw a, a talk by the guy in um, in the movie Catch Me If You Can. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, Leonardo no. Caprio. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, he's, he plays the Frank Abagnale Jr. I've um, read about that dude. Yeah. Anyway, he does. He does the odd. Uh, he made a lot of money. The book's in real sick life. Too. Yeah, yeah. He made a real, lot of money in real life because he, uh, he he was such a good scammer that he actually helped banks and stuff come up with, with good defense systems against against scammers. And anyway, in, in the story, he told this. He told this. I think he, he wrote it in the book as well. But he basically told the story about how um, one day he was in a shopping mall and he saw all the businesses come in and put their money in the in the after hours shoot. Um, and uh, so the next night, he went during the day. He went and uh, and got himself a security guard outfit from a fancy dress to the store. Went and stood next to this box at closing time with a bag and a sign that said "out of order," <laughs> and everyone just came by and put the money in the bag. Anyway, like it's it just yeah. Anyway, it's a very funny scam. You struck me as a guy who wouldn't trust I'm just going to go in. A I, bit. I haven't been. Yeah. I'm going to go in a bit early here. Like you normally ask at the end of the day what everyone's doing in the next couple of weeks. You'll be able to see Lester appearing at your local mall. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I um, honestly, I I can't think of any time. You don't look happening. like a guy to be sucked into easily. Like, he's like, well, why is it so good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm optimistic about movies like turning out okay, but I'm not not optimistic about about people turning out okay. Uh, question number two: oh, Did you get the flu shot this year? No, I'm an anti-vaxxer. No, <laughs> an no I, don't, I don't get the flu shot because well, I don't... I've got a pretty good immune system. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't, don't, do you, you don't get the flu usually? I, I, got, a, I got tonsillitis last year, which isn't the flu. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't actually had a flu. I've had colds, yep. not a flu. So when I, the year I do get the flu, the next year I'll get it. But I want to hold on as long as possible. Yeah, right. I never had one, but I, I, don't, um, I don't tend to get the flu for some reason. I think when you're so busy and cool, you just don't get it. So busy and cool. I think Hep C wards it off. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Did you get it? I did get it this year, and then a week later got the flu. But like, badly, or did you get just like no a, proper flu? Oh, like okay. I was out, and I went to the doctor because like I just thought it was a cold that wasn't getting better, and da da da. She was like, "Nah, you've got a you got a chest infection. You've got the flu. Um, you know, you're gonna have to stay in bed." And I said, but I got the flu shot. And she said, it's probably a different strain. <laughs> that was it. Like, yeah, that's the thing. There's she, like a million strains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, and, and I, unlike you two who seem to have you know, good immune systems, I'm just like the fucking... When it comes to disease and things going around, I am like the canary in the fucking cave. <laughs> but you work in an office. I go down. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I go down. I go down hard. When there's a, when there's a, no, that's a soundbite for the intro. <laughs> yeah. When I, uh, whenever I see like a news report about a suspected pandemic or, a, <laughs> or you know whatever about Ebola or, or swine flu or bird flu, I, I, I basically call my loved ones and say it was really nice knowing you. I think I'm going to be dead oh, wow. soon. You've got no, wow. I, I, I just, I just catch everything. Well, the Stephen yeah. King's movie The Stand was just a home movie for you. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I seriously, I catch that's it. A, if, that's if, a if, very Shit reference. <laughs> if, there's, if there's one going around, I catch it, basically. If there's anyone who listens to the podcast and wants to do some amateur editing, can someone do me a favour? Get Lester, cut Lester going, suck me off, you can. And get Ryan going, I go down, I go down hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somehow put in some music. There's our new intro. And with the magic of audio dynamism, we'll have ourselves a gag. Okay. Question number <laughs> three. <laughs> gag reflex, mate. <laughs> <laughs> go down hard. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, do you know any, do you know any party tricks? 
what do you mean? Uh, you know. I see, I, I normally tell a joke. A spoon on the nose or, no, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm normally, I've got a funny story. I saw one my, one of my good friends did, this girl Erin, lives in Coffs Harbour now, shout out to Erin, but she she did a fucking great one one day, went for like 15 minutes in the pub, yeah. and oh, it was like, write down numbers and names on this bit and tear it up into two, and then like, yeah. it's some sort of trick where you think it's random, and, and she goes, and um, what's in your hand now, whatever, you know, and yeah. then she gets it every time, and there's some trick to it, but it was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think when people are drunk, it works better. Yeah. But... um. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, the only one I could think of is uh, um, I saw this guy do this thing once, and it's pretty easy to replicate. But you just sort of, you know, at parties where people have plastic cups out, like, um, yeah. and he just he just grabbed the plastic cup. I didn't know he had it in his hand. He goes, "Oh, Ryan, my neck's really sore," and he makes a sudden movement with his neck and then crunches the cup in his hand. <laughs> it sounds like his neck's got this big crack. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I like those things like um, back in my drinking days like in the pubs and people can balance, so you yesterday. balance yeah. coins on a, um, on a schooner life. That's sort of bullshit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember like I've, I've been there for the, you know, the guy that, you know, cause the coaster, you put the coaster and you flip it up and try and catch it. Yeah. I've done that a few times, but yeah, yeah. nothing really. Like I'm, I'm generally a good conversationalist, so I don't really... Yeah, don't need to resort to parlor like, tricks. Oh, yeah. I wish that guy with a neck crack would come back. Um, but too- wouldn't it get annoying? Like that was funny the first time yeah. but you know the fifth time of the night he's like hey mate, hey, mate. I've got this uh, great trick where I get frog marched by uh, Islanders <laughs> <laughs> no actually I, like, I was at a party once and I saw Lester do this amazing trick he's like the Pied Piper of bounces I've never seen a man <laughs> bounce a check like Lester yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a skill it is it is nothing but net or nothing but debt I wonder what the guy who's trying to shag the horse's party drink is. <laughs> Mate, if, that, if that's the fucking um, the warm-up act. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. If you think it's spectacular, me giving you... started with a Shetland pony and worked his way up, or is it... I'm interested it to know. It could be a draft horse. <laughs> so is he, is he giving it to the horse, or is he taking it? No, I'd have to be giving it to it, because it's... I mean, I, I've heard legends of movies where women have died... Getting it from a horse. Oh my god! A bloke died. That clip that went around on the internet viral. He, he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? There was a viral internet clip about a guy being rooted to death by a horse. Do you think he was listening to like Rodney Roode's like a well hung plow? <laughs> I just can't understand wanting the urge to having making love. Oh, no. Having sex. With <laughs> making love. Making love. <laughs> <laughs> oh because he was married too. That's, he that's so, his wife Mark, didn't... that's so sweet. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you reckon he's like doing? She's like, Where are you off to, honey? Oh, I was going to horse around. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Nay dad. It's gonna be a hit, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be a hit. <laughs> we can have a cameo appearance from Johnny Depp's dogs. <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go clip search the internet for some really weird, disturbing clips. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um Can we use your computer? Incognito mode. Yeah, sure, just mask it. Uh for more information, check out comedyonedge.com. Tweet us at comedy on edge. Don't send us links of anyone doing stuff to a horse. Please don't. Um if you want to follow Ryan, follow him at Ryan V. Crawford. You want to follow Lester, follow him at Lester Diamond 28 And if you want to follow me, follow me at MW double underscore OH. Thank you guys for listening. Ryan, hit the music. Peace. Yay.